Welcome to 12 Minutes of Dauntless Commentary on Widely Unaccepted Truth from God's Word. Hang on to your Bible. I am Elsie Breeden, and this is Audaciously Unpopular. Okay, so especially the ladies out there, and a few guys, I'm sure, but we are often very picky about our products, whether it's hair products, skin products, body wash, mascara, any of those products, we're very picky about them, and some of them work better than others. We have our opinions on them, and we know which ones are supposed to do what. We know lotion isn't going to exfoliate, and um, bar soap makes you squeaky, if you ask me, and so we know our products, and we choose our products according to what is the desired result, but I want to talk today about how we sometimes manipulate the Word of God before applying it to ourselves. Sometimes we look at the Word of God and we try to choose our product kind of like we would lotion or body wash or anything else. And we look at the Word of God and maybe some of it is supposed to exfoliate, but we'd prefer lotion in this situation. And so we begin to manipulate it before applying it to ourselves. We want the lotion. We want something smooth, comfy, smells nice. It makes us feel better. It refreshes us. And it's comfortable. It's just, you know, it's pleasant. Let's just have the lotion of God's Word. Sometimes we want the foundation. We want the cover-up. We want the, the verses here and there that make us sound better instead of pointing out the things that we need to get right. We want it to look nice. We want to cover up the blemishes that we have. And so we choose our product from the Word of God. We choose what is best as far as what we think is best, what feels the best to us. But sometimes what we need from the Word of God is exfoliating scrub. If you know anything about exfoliating scrub, most of the time it has some kind of grit in it. Sometimes it might be sugar, salt, charcoal, whatever it is, it's got some grit to it. And it is almost sandy and it rubs away dirt. It rubs away dead skin and it exfoliates. And the process of that may not always be comfortable. It may not always be, it's not smooth in the moment. It's not going to touch your skin like lotion and, and be all refreshing and whatever. In that moment, if you, especially if you rub hard at all, it's going to hurt just a little bit. And sometimes that's what we need from the Word of God is that exfoliating scrub. We need that unadulterated scripture. Don't water it down. Don't smooth it out. But give it to me the way that it's written to cleanse me, to change me, to rub away the things in me that are not like Christ. In 2 Timothy verse, uh, chapter 2, verse 15, Paul writes to Timothy, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed, accurately handling the word of truth. Accurately handling. Don't try to make it lotion when it needs to be exfoli exfoliating scrub. Don't smooth it over when it's meant to reach in and tear a root out. Don't pat it on the back when it's something that is not like Christ. We have to handle it accurately. And that doesn't mean that it's always going to be pleasant when we apply it. 
sometimes when we read the word of God and we we let this spirit convict us and show us things in our lives that are not like Christ, that is not pleasant. Okay, that is not, oh, yay, this is not like Christ. I'm so happy about that. No, it, it doesn't feel good. It's not great to us. It doesn't feel comfortable. But we need that. The whole purpose of our lives, we've talked about this before on the podcast, is that we would be conformed into the image of Christ. And that's going to take some exfoliating. That's going to take some some scrubbing away of the old man, the scrubbing away of the old nature and being born again in every part of our lives so that new growth can come, new things can grow, so that it's Christ in us and not just us anymore. It's the scripture combined with the Holy Spirit. In Ephesians 5.26, Paul talks about the washing of water by the word. The word is is got the power to cleanse us. It's got the power to clean us up. Because it convicts us. In Hebrews, it talks about that the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, meaning that it can cut to the heart. It can cut past our defenses. It can cut past our excuses. It can cut past our childhood. It can cut past what we've been taught, what we have believed to be true when it is not in the word of God. And it can begin to divide those things. And it can begin to get rid of those things and to cleanse those ideas, those thought processes, those natures about us that do not line up with Christ. But we have to be willing to apply it without manipulation. We have to be willing to apply it as exfoliating scrub and not as lotion. It's easy for us to look at the word of God and pick out one verse that says we're good like we are and skip the one before and after it that says we need to shape up and we need to get things right. And John 16, when Jesus is talking to the disciples and praying for the disciples, and he starts talking about how when he has gone away that the Holy Spirit will come. And one of the Holy Spirit's jobs is to convict us of sin. He is here to convict us of sin. And so that's why when I said the scripture combined with the Holy Spirit, that produces that exfoliating scrub because we have the truth of the word but now it is applied and it's kind of rubbed in. And sometimes the Holy Spirit gets in there and he kind of rubs it in a little bit and it hurts because it's showing up things in us that maybe we haven't even seen or maybe we've seen and we just don't want to deal with. But he begins to rub that word into us and he begins to let us see the, the points of our lives that are not like him. So how do you do this? How do you look at the scripture and apply it without manipulation? How do you look at it and, and accept that exfoliating scrub, that cleansing of the word? Number one, pray before you read. Before you open your Bible, pray and ask the Holy Spirit to guide you to apply this word accurately to your heart. I think that is a huge thing that we miss so many times. We just open the Bible because maybe it's maybe it's habit. Maybe it's just a thing we've always done and there's that there's good in that and there's power in that. But let's not get used to the way that we've always read it. But let's ask the Lord, show me how I need to be different. Show me how this can make me more like Christ. Show me how I must decrease and you must increase. Every part of the word is to point us to Christ and to conform us into the image of Christ. So pray before you open that word, pray before you listen to that word 
and ask the Lord to begin to apply it correctly to your heart. And if that means it's going to be uncomfortable in application, if that means it's going to cause some friction, it's going to cause some, some dirt to be washed away, then let it be. The second thing is to respond to that conviction. When we feel the Lord convicting us on something, sometimes we're, if you're like me, just being honest, sometimes you're like, yeah, um, okay, I'm going to talk about something else now. Because it's something you don't want to deal with. Maybe it's just been how you've been for so long. You don't know how to respond differently or you don't know how to handle it differently. And so when the Lord points it out, you're like, but I don't know what to do about that. I don't know how to do differently than that. But respond to the Lord and say, okay, I'm not sure what to do here, but I know that you can clean me up. I know that you can purge me, that you can wash me, that you can change me and make me into the image of God. So respond to that conviction and allow him to change things inside of you, even if it's not pleasant in that moment, because he is working to his purpose. The next thing is repeat, pray, respond, read and repeat, pray, respond, read and repeat over and over. This is not a one time thing. This isn't, this is an ever, ever growing, ever repeating process that we need to have in our lives of the word and the spirit of God changing us and washing us and cleansing us. One of my favorite uh, chapters in the Bible that that speaks of, of repentance and of washing and of being cleansed is Psalm 51 that David wrote after his huge failure with Bathsheba. And he came to God and he asked for mercy. And he asked that, that the Lord would blot out his sins and then in verse 2, it says, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Later on in the chapter, in verse 7, it says, purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. This process, number one, is not comfortable at the beginning. If you've ever had a wound or a scratch that had dirt in it and then you try to wash it, that is not comfortable. It's not pleasant but it is necessary. The word and the spirit can shape us into the image of God. They can begin to wash away the old and they are, they are needed to keep washing away. We face things in this life. We yield to temptation. We yield to sin. Sometimes we, we have hurts in our lives. We have scars in our lives. And if we do not allow the word of God to wash us thoroughly and to cleanse us, then we're, we're going to hurt. And it's going to be worse in the long run than if we would just allow him to cleanse us. In verse 10, Psalm 51, verse 10, it says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. This should be our prayer. When we approach the word of God, create in me a clean heart. Anything that is in me that is not clean, anything that is in me that does not reflect the righteousness and the truth of God, let the word of God expose it in me and begin to scrape away and begin to exfoliate the things in my life that do not belong, the things in my life that do not please the Father. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit.